What's up? My name is Ruben Ronde, back with you once again with a State of Trans podcast. And this week I have a very special guest all the way from Ukraine here in the studio, Mr. Lurum. How are you doing? Thanks, I'm fine. Thanks or I should for- say Andre, right? Yes. Yes, because um, a lot of people don't know this, but Andre has been making music before as Dart Rain and also part of Dart Rain and Euro Moonlight. And then followed up by that with Dream because Dart Rain and yes. Euro Moonlight was too long. So you made Dream out of it, right? Yes. So, tell us a little bit um, about how you fo- fell in love with dance music. Uh, I, start, I started listening to State of Trance maybe in 2007. Mm-hmm. I was highly impressed uh, with the v- variety of trance music. Uh, if you remember, um, maybe some Armin sets started from 1 to 6, 1 to 8 BPM, some progressive stuff, then uh, following by 1, 3, 5 progressive trance, mm-hmm. then 140 hard trance or something like. And uh, I was really impressed being a schoolboy. What is, what is this? Uh, what is the kind <laughs> of music is this? And uh, it's stuck in my mind for, for my next life. And uh, how did you find out about the radio show? Was it were you just listening to random radio station and it just came by, or just maybe on some forums? You know, the time uh, forums were very popular. And mm-hmm. People were sitting there and uh, talking there. So yeah, I found on some forums where it was some radio shows from the best artists. So mm-hmm. I started listening to a state of transit. That's, that's awesome. I didn't know that, that you started your journey with the state of trance. That's awesome. Yeah. So then the moment came from going from a listener to becoming a DJ first or producer first. How did it, how, does, how did the journey start with you? Maybe I, I started pr- producing, but uh, also started DJing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember that time, you know, uh, CDJs 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the top, we you could the top loader with the CD, so the, and then you needed to do yeah yeah and s- small jokes yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, yeah started from from this stuff then CDGs uh, four hundred eight hundred that was uh, amazing stuff and one thousand that that was uh, some Sully step from, forward. from the space yeah I suppose I'll, I'll get to you about space in just a little bit but first I want to know um, so you started your DJing and making music. Um, do you still remember the first time that you were like, okay, um, I'm going to play a gig right now? Or what was your first show that you ever played? And how did you get so far? Because it was, getting booked was, is really hard, of course. It was after party, after some uh, after some big event. You know, the time in Ukraine, we had uh, so many events. Yes, it, big it, raves, massive raves, yeah. It, it was uh, something like uh, capital of... Uh, clubbing in Europe, in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a few times a month we had a big festival for 10,000 or 15,000 people. And after that festival, uh, we had some after parties. So I just uh, was invited to play my first set on mm-hmm. that after party mm-hmm. for a few people. So it was already after a rave and then you came in, everybody was tired already and you just had to 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, making music that also started back then in 2007 maybe and then you started making music at the same time uh, how long did it take you to get to a certain point that you started to release music uh, it took about six months maybe I that's rem- that fast wow but it, it was such a small releases that i don't want to, to mention or remember some demo stuff but I remember I bought a book, uh, FL Studio. Yeah. It was a heavy book, like 500. Uh, uh, and uh, yes, I, I uh, wrote the, that book, you know, like 10 times or 20 times and then started producing. And it was uh, much easier because uh, I had uh, already some knowledge from that book and uh, I started from FL Studio. So... So if I get it right, you read the book before you started making music. Yes, yes. I started from the book. Holy sh- that's the that's the first time I ever heard that. So you, you went into the into Fruit Loops into making music and you already knew the program from the book, basically. Or the basics at least. Well, yes, yes. I didn't hear that about that before. That's awesome. So um you took that knowledge into making music and then you started an alias straight away, or was it always from the start Dart Rain? No, I had some aliases. Uh, like what? Maybe some uh, Akari. I had some just... Uh, uh, I tried to make uh, some techno stuff uh, mm-hmm. from from the start. And then uh, Dark Rain and then Dream. And Can you t- do you... Um, was your team up with Yuri Moonlight? Was that uh, something that grew or was it something that you were friends and you started making music together because i remember of course when you released silhouette suddenly it was like darwin and your moonlight they're here it was a long time ago uh, we know each other maybe 15 years okay and uh, started uh, from friendship also from forums uh, so you met each other on forums which yes. forum was it um, maybe some i can't remember some ukrainian forums uh, uh, where people were talking about uh, after parties, after race. <laughs> <laughs> talking about after, after parties. parties. <laughs> yes. And that's where you met each other. Yes. yes. And then you started making music straight away or was it the friendship that started out first and then you started making music? Uh, friendship first and <clears throat> then uh, after a few years we started from some col- collaborations mm-hmm. and in 2013 or 14 we started uh, as Dream. Yeah, I still remember because that was also a moment that was like, who is Dream? Like, hey, why are these artists suddenly out of out of nowhere making such great music? And then I figured, I figured it out. Darwin, Euromoon. Like, okay, Dream. There you go. And of course, you did the remix for me for yeah. uh, Dreams Come True. That was uh, for me. It was a track that I still play in my set sometimes because it was so fresh. And I remember Arming putting it on uh, on the State of Trance compilation. Yeah, that was big. And we did, of course, some work together also with Dream. Sabado. I remember collaboration. Yes. Uh, and then. Uh, so switching back to the moment you you started with Fruit Loops and now you switched to Ableton, I think. Uh, Ableton, of course, because uh, I, I can deal with Fruity Loops. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but it's uh, too much. Did you do the same for Ableton as what you did for Fruit Loops? You first read some books about it and then you started making music in it? <laughs> no, I. Uh, it was quite easy to switch to Ableton because it's uh, so intuitive and uh, so minimalistic So and you can switch in a few months like you always have been working in Ableton Live yeah that's yeah I love it too it's just so fast you can choose whatever you want to do 
You're here for a reason because um, last year I had one of those moments once again. Uh, I think I think it was one of the A&Rs here in, at Armada sent me a, a track. Um, I think it was Eccentricity was one of the first ones or was it Explorer? May, one of those? Explorer. Maybe. Explorer, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, what is this? And then I didn't know who was behind it. I, I played it in a couple of sets and then I went to uh, Untold Festival um, last year in Romania, in Cluj. Amazing festival. And when, and we started talking um, because I only knew you as Dream. And then it was like, hey, hush, hush. I don't tell anyone, but I'm behind Durham. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? And that that was that was blowing my mind. So tell us about why did you start a side project called Durham? You yeah, was the, the first one who... Whom I told about. You were like, this is a big secret. <laughs> I just wanted to share and uh, to, to see how, how it goes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, about Lurum, you know, last uh, year was uh, very hard uh, for many Ukrainians and for me also. And yeah. at some point of my life, I realized uh, that if everything will be okay with me, Uh, I will do something more in this life. I should uh, start something new. I should produce more. I should travel more. I should explore this world and share my music to people. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started Lurum. Also, I was uh, inspired by deeper stuff, you know, deeper music. I've been always listening uh, in my car or on the background mm -hmm. uh, at my home. So it, it was just a question of time for me to start a project to and produce some uh, deep melodic music, mm -hmm. which I like at this moment. And also, uh, I know th those that melodic techno stuff is highly uh, inspired by trance of 2000s. Very Maybe true. that's why it touches me so much, and I'm trying to bring it, uh, to mix it with uh, trance, uh, and uh, to bring to listeners, to a state of trance listeners, and... Uh, It's not because it's uh, popular at the moment and people, uh, many producers just try to switch from uplifted tra trance to mm -hmm. melodic techno and I'm making it because it's, uh, maybe me, I'm growing and uh, being adult, uh, my taste is, uh, taste is changing, so I'm trying to bring something new. So what you're trying to do, if I, if I get this right, that you're trying to capture the feeling that you had back in 2007 yes, when you exactly. started make, started your journey into music, trying to capture it and take it to these times. Yes, uh, you understood what I mean. It's, it's like I'm, I'm closing my eyes and uh, I can feel the time which, uh, which will always uh, be with me for the rest of my life. So mm -hmm. yes. And you're, you're taking, you started this project because you want to seize the moment a little bit more and get everything out of life that's possible. Maybe I wanted to escape from disasters of yeah. which I saw during this year. Yeah. Maybe this is my protection. And I, so I you're using music as a shield and an outlet of your emotions of what happened in Ukraine, what happens in Ukraine. Yes, I have uh, ability to transform some negative uh, energy in my life into something good. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, bad moments and uh, negative energy gives me some inspiration which I tr transform into music or some 
some art. Yeah, you know what they say, diamonds are created under pressure, right? <laughs> so that's what it is, I guess. So I think, uh, is, is, is it also the reason why you told no one that you were behind Lure for the first couple of releases? So to kind of prove like, hey guys, this is something new. This is not necessarily related to what I did before. I started just for myself, for myself, for my soul. You yeah. know, I didn't expect that everything will go like it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, I just started producing some progressive house music, making some experiments just for myself. I made my label and made self releases with Lurum, and that's all. And and I remember the situation. It was one year ago. I made my first track was Apollo mm -hmm. uh, in, in this style. And uh, I sent it to Armin. And uh, uh, he was uh, ill with COVID, uh, I, I think, that time. And I think he was sitting in front of computer and yeah. <laughs> having some time to check demos, maybe. And I sent him and... Uh, he replied, yes, that's fine. Let's make it on uh, our mind and that's how it started that's crazy so you sent him over demo and he replied almost straight away like hey let's do this in one minute but still you kept it a secret that you were behind it for yes until well uh, almost half a year or even more that was my experiment uh, so you first were like okay let's show the world what durham is and then maybe we can show because until this moment a lot of people still don't know that you're behind Lurm. Uh, that was my message, like uh, music first. Yeah. And uh, that's all. Can you tell us a little bit more about your uh, production process? Because what I noticed, like, there's a lot of melodic techno right now, but you are taking it to next level melody-wise, right? So what's the aim that you have when you go into the music and create a Lurum track? Uh, my production pro process is uh, quite long and... Uh, I choose quality over quantity. So I produce uh, from one month to up to five months, one track. Really? That's slow. Every day without uh, days off, almost every day for maybe 10 hours a day, I produce one track because I want to try <coughs> all options I can provide. And sometimes I'm starting from one melody, then changing to another melody, then having the third melody and, and then coming back to the first <laughs> Back to the first one because the first idea is always the best one. <laughs> and sending this to Armada team and and they're so tired telling me, why are you sending us so so many variants? Please send one and everything sounds good. We can't figure any changes. Please send. But I'm trying to, uh, to make the best I can and Sometimes it takes one month and I have this, uh, this feeling, you know, inner feeling, I'm finished, it's okay, and I start new project. And sometimes it takes five months, but uh, when you have uh, calmness inside uh, that you have done everything you could, so it's okay and you can start something new. That's awesome. I, and I know there's a lot of details in your productions. There's so much little automations and, and you have to be like a producer or almost a nerd to find out like hey how did he do that yeah. i was like when i listen to your tracks i'm like hmm wait how did he do that oh that's a cool little lfo trick right there i'm hiding some little secrets and uh, paying attention attention to each detail because i'm 
uh, I'm seeing my tracks like a little journey from start to finish, and uh, I don't like to to make it like ba- uh, loops uh, from uh, repeating eight bars, eight bars, and so on. Each part of my track should develop and. Uh, to to tell a story from the start to the end mm-hmm. so it's uh, it can start from one melody and uh, end with another melody but it sounds like uh, one it's it's like a little i i call it almost a painting it's like so much little details going on all those little sounds going on well keep it going please um now the next thing the single that you just released with that girl follow fly Yes. There is something about it that we just found out on radio as well. I'm looking at your wife right now. Can you can you join us on the microphone? Uh just just take this one. Yeah. Because um yeah, that that works perfectly. There you go. Um because there's something special about that track, about the collaboration with that girl. Because well, tell us about it. Oh uh, well, I am the first uh, People who listening to his new demos and I'm always checking his experiments and uh, I noticed that he making instrumental tracks more. Uh-huh. So I th- thought uh, I could help you some <laughs> with uh, my lyrics because uh, it was very personal when you hear the music and you feel it. Uh, you know exact what uh, you want to say. Yeah. Uh, You had goosebumps, you know, when you hear it and you know it. Uh, so I wrote the lyrics, I show him, but uh, I should uh, to record it by my phone, like a demo version to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was a really collaboration between us. Was that was that like a surprise to you that she started doing that? Or... Yes, uh, a little surprise, but uh, she made a good results uh, from the start. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was uh, sur- surprised and uh, like having uh, such a talent and uh, just near near myself and for for ten years, more than ten years. <laughs> and it's the first time you ever did that. Yes. Yes. So you've been listening to his music for almost a decade. You yes. just hear his loops the whole day through. You're like, yes. oh. <laughs> Andre, please stop. Okay, and then you're like, okay, wait a minute, may maybe I'm onto something. I can help him to it uh, to make it uh, more special. I think because uh, um, uh, I wrote some poems mm-hmm. time to time, and um, um, I have some uh, personal uh, moments in our life, and exact in. Uh, this summer, when we uh, moved to another city, we uh, should uh, make a, a new life mm-hmm. uh, with a new home, with new works. So it was really like the edge, as uh, as it said, uh, as it said in the song. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fall or fly. Yes, we get fall or fly. It's no, no way. Yeah, no that's, way back. That's amazing. That's yes. very deep as well. Yes. And I think that's like the perfect collaboration. That's something Thank that you. I didn't know. Yeah. And of course, you you wrote it, you wrote the melodies, you wrote the uh well the poem or the lyrics, I would say. And then you sent it to Tanya. Mm-hmm. Yes. How did you decide that Tanya was the perfect voice to sing this song? Uh, we heard this, some of her vocal projects and uh, I like her vocals because it's uh, so unique and deep and uh, 
we realized that uh, this is exactly what uh, we want for this track. Yeah. And uh, big shout out to that girl, of course, in South Africa, because you should do more tracks like this, Tonya, like the progressive <laughs> kind of things. And if you can write some more lyrics, is that something that you that you aim to do in the near future as well? L- write lyrics not only for Andre but also for other artists. Well, I'm open to <laughs> some uh, invites, so I I have uh, really. Uh, much more poems in my phone, so awesome. I, yes. Well, there you go. I if can. you're listening right now and you're looking for a vocalist and a singer-songwriter, there she is. You know where to find her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for for sharing this. Um, I have a couple of questions for you uh, from some of our listeners. So, hope you're ready for those. Uh, Christine Carol B wants to know any collabs in the future coming up, besides working with your wife. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm planning to make some uh, vocal collapse with some uh, new vocalists mm-hmm. uh, like Linnea Shosov uh, and Luke Colson and maybe some more. And uh, yes, I'm concentrated on some vocal stuff at this moment because uh, I, I think when I've been preparing for my set, I realized that I'm missing some vocal stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm concentrated on some vocal productions now. So we're talking about sets. You played at the State of Trends. Um, it's three weeks ago right now. How did that go for you? Because it was the first time that you ever played as Lyrum as a DJ set. Yes, that was amazing. And uh, I've been preparing for two months for this set mm-hmm. uh, because it's my debut set and I had to make some, you know, program for for my sets, for future sets. Yeah. And uh, I'm always always making some edits, mashups and... Uh, during this set, I want, wanted to present myself and my development as an artist. So uh, I tried to mix uh, to mix my uh, tracks with uh, some classic tracks mm-hmm. that inspired me through this year. So I made made many mashups, edits, and uh, during this preparation, it was really hard for me because I was measured in time, but. Uh, <clears throat> I made some exclusives and made some remix and uh, I'm happy with the result. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure that by now that this podcast is online, your set will be on our channel as well. So if you haven't already, make sure to check out the set of Lurum from A State of Trans Utrecht, including the Never Say Never remix. Uh, this is uh, just uh, my edit or bootleg and uh, I don't know how, how it goes. Uh, at this moment, this is just... Just for yourself and for yourself. Just, just uh, exclu- exclusive for my sets and uh, and for everybody that listens to Say the Trans because you played it in your guest mix, of course. Yes. <laughs> so thanks for doing that. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Music wants to know how did you come up with your unique sound? Uh, I've been working. I've been working very much to improve my sound. I've, uh, you know, I'm always uh, studying. I'm always watching uh, educational videos, mm-hmm. and uh, this helps a lot to bring a new to bring a new sounds. And uh, uh, so, yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's better to start from nothing to you know to make your own presets and to make your own sounds. Yeah. And also my experience, uh, some some experience helps, helps me a lot uh, uh, while developing uh, the sound quality and mixing mastering. And, you know, th- this combination helps, uh, helps me a lot. But mm-hmm. uh, the main, <clears throat> uh, the main uh, thing is uh, I'm working 
as I said, uh, every day for 10, 12 hours uh, until I get the results that uh, satisfies me. That's all. Which is probably really hard. Because if you are so perfectionistic, then it takes a long time before you get there, I guess. If you like something, <laughs> if, if you have passion, you you don't get tired. You just maybe that is physically. True. I Yes, I got tired physically and uh, sometimes. But uh, in your mind, you, you don't need days off or some vacations and something like that. Well, sometimes sometimes you have to do that. Maybe sometimes. He's looking at your wife. She's, she agrees. Sometimes you need some vacation also. So you, lo- you watch a lot of tutorials on YouTube to create certain sounds as well. Who is your, uh, what is your go-to channel or which which artists or which YouTube maker do you enjoy the love? I just, uh, you know, just open my Instagram and watching uh, recommendations and uh, uh, some young guys and some maybe young producers are upcoming uh, uh, show how to make uh, some like a certain Inter- lead or a baseline or yes yeah. uh, i think they they can't uh, finalize it as it uh, the lack of experience mm-hmm. but uh, they can give you some inspiration and idea and you uh, watch it and you can make something your or your own and use your experience and to make it sound proper yes yeah. sometimes people make uh, tutorials and they make so, such uh, too too fat sounds, you know, and you c- cannot put uh, into mix like it should be. That's very true. And what I also find is like in, like it's very interesting. There's a lot of guys that make brilliant tutorials, but they never release anything. Yes. I guess that's the other sides of of, of things. Maybe they, it's hobby. They, they like to. Just create sounds and stuff. Create like that. sounds, and that's like a hobby. And, and talking about sounds, your your main lead sounds. Which plugin do you use the most? Uh, Serum, um, Spire. Serum is more for the sound designing and inspiring yes. for the layering, I guess. Or sometimes depends a little bit. Yes, sometimes uh, for sound designing also, but mo- mostly I use Serum. I like it, and it has everything on board you you need. Yeah, and do you create everything yourself? All the sounds. Or, or you like also used to use presets sometimes as a start off or uh, no I create everything um, my, my main sound also uh, mostly I create uh, myself that's why it sounds because, so unique I guess because uh, yeah. you can't find uh, something really unique in preset packs maybe you can find some bass lines some rolling bass lines or some arpeggio uh, to make it f- to fasten the process, yes. But uh, if you need to make some leads, like eccentricity lead, it's, you can find such uh, sounds in preset packs. You need to uh, spend one, two months to make uh, 15 second lead. It's crazy. It's uh, true though. Yes. <laughs> it takes a long time. Um, a man from a blue school social asked, what was an emotional moment and which tune did you create because of this moment? Uh, emotional moment in um, like say um, in preparation for a state of trance in Utrecht you had like a, a moment that you were like okay I'm gonna play state of trance Utrecht and I'm gonna create something totally new for this or any occasion uh, I've been making uh, some preparations mashups and I uh, wanted to mashup uh, Armin Never Say Never with some stuff was searching uh, C minor stuff to make some edit but I realized uh, 
Why can't uh, I do myself? Why can I, can't I do uh, my own edit? So I decided to uh, close at, at my studio again and uh, spent three weeks or maybe one month. But it was a record for me because I was measured in time and I made a bootleg for Armin, which is, <laughs> I'm happy with. And I played on a state of trance and I saw how people were happy and dancing. And that, that was amazing. That was one of the moments in your set you were like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going the right way. People are enjoying this. Yeah, and maybe when I played some mashups with uh, classics, uh, I also saw some experienced uh, trans listeners, you know, they, I saw the, the re re reaction and I realized that I'm doing <laughs> right. So you're taking your, once again, you're taking your knowledge from all the history and you're taking yeah. it into the new sound. I, I love that. Um... Sophie Shikat wants to know who's your biggest inspiration? My wife. Ah, she always listening to my tracks, and sometimes she's getting me out from studio, saying, "Stop doing this, please." <laughs> <laughs> you, Stop doing this, please. <laughs> you made the track. Go to the. Go outside. Go to the street, please. And uh, yes, she helps me a lot because uh, she can be like a listener and she comes to my studio and listening to my tracks and saying, this is, uh, in this moment, there's too, mu too much uh, things going on. So mm -hmm. I'm taking off some parts and uh, as a result, uh, yeah, it's, uh, tracks be become better because... She's always right. Sometimes I'm overproducing and uh, yeah. I need someone to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> very, very well done. Very well done. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for for answering all these questions and sharing your story on the podcast. Lurim, uh, one last thing that you want to share with the rest of the world? Uh, I want to thank uh, to say thank for all uh, thanks to all people who listen to my music, who support me, and uh, you inspire me to work uh, to create something new. And uh, it's amazing. I'm happy and uh, with what I'm having now. So. Awesome. Big thanks to you guys. Thank you once again uh, for, for coming by in your guest mix and make sure to check Lurm. He said it's probably going to be on our YouTube right now. So youtube.com slash state of trends. Next week, we're going to be back with a new podcast and our special guest will be Cold Blue. If you have any questions, write them down here in the comment section and otherwise I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. Check all previous episodes on YouTube or your favorite podcast portal. 